Hey there, everybody, and welcome to the How to Lead podcast, helping you unleash influence wherever you are. My name's Adam Tarno, and I am joined by Clay Scroggins. Clay, today we are going to talk about a new way to think about your job. And this is something that comes from a story that you have from your career journey, your leadership journey, uh, where something didn't go according to plan, and you had a, a good friend come alongside and give you a new way to think about things that uh, I think is going to be helpful for all leaders, but especially uh, for emerging leaders and those that are maybe the first five to 10 years of their career. So uh, talk talk about that story. Well, let, let me back up and give a little bit of context where I know we're not supposed to timestamp these episodes, you know, because you want to be evergreen, live forever. Yes. But we're, we're, the, the day we're recording this, it's at the end of May. And uh, our, both of our kids or all of our kids get out tomorrow, which it's crazy the uh, PTSD I have with the end of May. I mean, you did you ever have below a 3.0? You seem like you were a really good student at all times. I I did. I think the semester I pledged my fraternity. Okay. So early uh, in college. I had like a I had like a two seven or something like that, that one semester. But then past that, you seem like you just excel. You just seem pretty much nailed school it. Pretty much you. nailed yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> school fit. I mean, you. I don't know, Clay, if that <laughs> is uh, a compliment or not, but I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to believe the best right now that no, that was absolutely a compliment. Is. <laughs> well, I I mean, I was at school, I was great in school until uh, college is what did it for me. I mean, I was majoring in engineering and that the, I still have nightmares about finals week and that feeling of, it was the first time in my life that I had gotten to the point where I was like, oh my gosh, I might not pass this class. I have <laughs> yes. to pass it. And it made me, you know, it's, it's, it, as I've looked back, I mean, basically from like six to 25 or whenever, you know, for you and I both were in school, probably you know, up until really almost 30 in and out of school, grad school and stuff. But it is such a pass fail mindset that you, you know, and everybody says, you know, D's mean done or whatever. I mean, in my (laughs) case, I had to make C's in most classes, but there is that sense that you're just like, I have to get done with this so I can move on to the next thing. And if I fail it, then I got to back up and start over again. And I just don't want to do that. And it, it kind of, it, it, it creates this way of thinking this pass fail mindset of I either pass it and I move on to the next semester, you know, kind of like American Idol. Like I'm either still here <laughs> and now I go to the next week or I'm just, it's over. I'm done. Like I yep. got to go figure out, you know, some, I got to go bartend at a new spot or something, you know, I don't know. Um, shout out to bartenders out there. But anyway, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sitting in this, uh, I'm sitting in a meeting. This is, or this is uh, probably five years ago. And I had staked so much of my worth and future on this meeting. I needed, I, I had to meet with our senior leaders of our organization and I needed approval for this project. I needed them to fund it. And the meeting didn't go well. They asked some questions that I had not anticipated. Somebody threw out some, you know, what felt to me like kind of off the wall, different philosophy about things. And I was like, whoa, I did not see that coming. And in the end, they basically were like, hey, back to the drawing board. Like the answer is no, come back when you got a better approach. And I, uh, fortunately at the time, I was meeting with a professional coach that the work, uh, the organization I was working for allowed me to hire. His name is Dean Harbury. Dean was, I mean, a godsend for me. The amount that mm-hmm. I learned from this person, remarkable. And every, you know, every time I'd have the meeting, I'd see it on my calendar and I'd be like, oh gosh, I don't know that I got time for this and I don't even know what I need to talk about. <laughs> and, but this was one of those where I, I remember having a meeting with him like the next day or it was very soon after that. And so I take all this energy into the meeting with him. Dean, my life is over. 
I failed. I had this big meeting. I put all this energy in it. I, it had to go well. I needed budget approval for this and I didn't get it. Now I'm back to the drawing board. And I'll never forget him introducing this philosophy to me that he was like, hang on a second. I think you're seeing life wrong. Life is not pass fail. Life is never really pass fail, which I'm like, well, it is from zero to 25. Yeah. But working life is not pass fail. It's you got to see it as a laboratory. You have to That's see so your professional life as a research laboratory. And in a research laboratory, there is no pass fail because even a failure, you go, okay, we can cross that off the list. We learn something from it. Don't ever use that chemical with this chemical because that just blew the whole lab up, right? That's we learned right. something. Yeah. So he really convinced me in that moment. And I mean, over and over again, we would come back to that, that concept a lot, but it was, it was a, it was one of those shifts that just changed everything. It was a, it was a new way to think about work that work no longer was if I did it, if I accomplished it, if I made it, I've arrived, nor was it if I failed life's over. No, everything. If I blew up in a meeting, if I didn't handle a situation well, if I had a bad one-on-one, if I, whatever it was, okay, I learned something. Okay. I'm, a, I'm in a laboratory. I just learned something from this. I, that shift was so significant for me. I know we've titled this a new way to think about work, but it really was for me, it was a new, a brand new way for me to think about work. And it was extremely life-changing and helpful. Yeah. And I, I do like that. And I love how you set that up because it is not the way we were trained from the time you start school until you can then go get your real job. Everything is so pass fail. It was so clear to know if you're winning or losing. And now you get into work and it just is so ambiguous. You don't know what a good day is. You don't know what a bad totally. day is. And I love what Dean was saying to you there because it was the opposite true. So yeah, you didn't get uh, the budget approval. But if you got it, that doesn't mean your career was suddenly now made like Clay exactly. was the one that got that right. approval. Right. Right. And so it just keeps it in some context. So let's, let's, uh, let's like explore this idea. Let's play with this idea a little bit, because if it is somewhat of a laboratory, uh, it's, this is not an either, or it's not like you either work for your company or you're just on this, uh, personal journey of experimentation with, with your professional career. It's a both and right? Like, yes, your company hired you to do something, organization hired you to do something. And at the same time, you're in a lab running some experiments to try to figure out what you want to do. Because one of the cruelest things in this world, is it not that we make 18-year-olds pick a major, right? When they are at the peak of their confidence, but the valley of their wisdom. And we say, hey, wow. make a decision about the rest of your life now. We all go through college and we don't know what motivates us. We don't know professionally what's good. And so a lot of the early stages of your career, you've got to be running some of these motivation experiments. You've got to try to figure out what types of tasks motivate you. What type of an environment do I like working in? It, it really is a great way to think about your job. Well, I saw, I was watching the, um, whatever the latest major was recently. And the, uh, there's a British fellow named Matthew Fitzpatrick. I've, I've, I've never really cheered for him. I mean, he seems like a nice enough guy, but he just doesn't really have a lot of, uh, I don't know, he just seems kind of like just a good golfer. I read something about him, though, that I thought was really fascinating, that from the eight, from the time he was aged like 15, he, he could just tell, I don't have the physical attributes, I don't have the natural gifting, I don't have whatever it is to be, you know, Arnold Palmer or Jack Nicklaus or Tiger Woods or you know, whoever it may be. And so because of that, I'm going to have to set myself apart by studying myself, by treating my own golf as research. And supposedly I read, he has written down, he has cataloged, chronicled every shot he has hit since he was 15 years old. 
Oh my gosh. I think he's like 26 now. I mean, for a decade, he has, you know, I was in thick rough. The wind was going left to right. The pin was on the front end. There was a false front. There was a bunker on the line. I don't know how oh to my. what level of detail, but supposedly he's doing it to, to make sure that he learns from every single shot that he hits. Now, obviously, I'm not saying that you do that when you're in your 20s, but I think the principle we learn is no, no, no. You have to treat yourself like you were a lab rat when you're in your 20s. <laughs> I was waking up in the sevens. This is what my boss was like. This was the job I was doing. This is what was I thought was motivating me. I was having to travel a lot. I was working on a team. I was one of the only people that was fill in the blank, whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah. I, I think what I hear you saying is keep track of all that right now. That's what you should be focused on, not how much am I making not what's my title, not do I work for a big company or a small company, a new company, innovative company, whatever. It needs to be all about what are you learning about every single situation that you're in. That is what everybody should be focused on in their job, particularly those emerging leaders that might be yep. finding themselves in their 20s. Now, let's sound like cat posters for a moment here or the poster that's like in a in you know the the office break room. Okay, so the only the only way to fail is to fail to learn, right? Uh, <laughs> life's life's a journey. You never really right. arrive at your destination. <laughs> Just enjoy the journey. So, uh, what's bad about those posters is they're kind of true, right? It they're is kind of true. true. It is kind of so true. And so I know that um, a bunch of gray haired people have written about how to fail forward and just learn, you know. But the problem it's it's just it's true. So that truly is the one way to fail at work is to not be thoughtful and try to connect the dots and learn some things along the way. So it doesn't like, yeah, get the TPS report done on time. If you don't get the TPS report done on time, it's not the end of your life. Learn from that. Learn from that. Run that experiment. Why didn't you get it done on time? Was it because you don't like that task? Was it because uh, you're, you're learning some things about your communication style? Are you learning some things there? Just start to study these things and connect some dots because if you start to, the sooner you start to get thoughtful about that, I think the faster you do start to find yourself in a career that is now all these other words like rewarding and purposeful and meaningful and, uh, that, but you've got to, nobody's going to tell you these things. You've got to go study those things like you're in the lab. And so that's why I love it. I love, it is such a great way to think about your job. I think the other thing too, and this is getting into the, like the heart level a little bit, Adam, but it, it, it it gives you the space to be able to give yourself a little bit of grace about life, mm, right? Yeah. You know, it helps you realize I'm not going to get it all right. And, and that not just is that okay, but that's actually a good thing. Because if I got it all right, I would never really learn. Was it because I just got lucky? Was it because I just hit it at the right time? Because I had the right mix, whatever. But when you make mistakes, when we have those failures, when when they when they tell you, hey, back to the drawing board, the answer is no, we're not going to give you budget for that. It forces you to reevaluate and look at what you learn and and look your look at yourself in the mirror, look at your skills in the mirror, look at your uh, life and go, all right, what can I learn from this? So it really is a... Um, it's an opportunity to give yourself grace and realize I'm not going to get it right every time, but that's okay. That's when I really do learn and grow and find this new way of work. Okay. So there's somebody listening to this episode right now that is like, whew, because they just had a really rough couple of weeks, right? They, they had the, the, the budget meeting like you did where it didn't go well. And so this is a really helpful perspective for them Adam, because they're all, already thoughtful about all this. I just had lunch today with a guy who goes, I'm kind of beating myself up right now. I just dropped an F-bomb on my boss. 
I'm like, I get it. I get it. That'd be tough. But it was so great to be like, okay, let's pause. What did you learn? What was going on? What was happening in your life? Let's learn from that. Let's not just say, well, it's life's over from here on. Yeah, I'm ruined. I'm forever staying. Exactly. Yeah, because of this. So. Uh, so those who are listening that have experienced some of that recent, you know, uh, behavior like that, like your your friend that you had lunch with, uh, you get this, right? And you're going, okay, this is helpful. Uh, but then there's another group of people that are listening to this right now that are just going, okay, what am I learning? I, I don't even know. That's a good question. That's the to-do for you. I mean, however you want to think through this, if it's go on a walk, if it's just turn off a podcast while you're driving home one day and start thinking about it, if it's journaling, if it's just talking to your friend over coffee, but just... What would you say? How would you answer that question? What am I learning about my professionalism or me as a uh, as a professional? What am I learning about myself right now? And just start writing, right? Start connecting those dots. Start studying yourself a little bit. I think that'll be really helpful. And it's a great way to use the lab of your current job right now. And one of the things it might teach you, it might teach you not only here's what I'm looking for in a job, here's what I'm looking for in a boss, here's what I'm looking for in my coworkers, but it will also help inform you Here's the kind of company I want to have. Here's the kind of boss I want to be. Here's the kind of coworker I want to be. I think it uh, it will teach you a lot about that as well, if you'll allow it to. I love that. All right. So a new way to think about your job. Think about it like a laboratory. You're running experiments. It's not pass fail. There's always something to learn. Uh, Clay, as always, great to be with you. Thanks, Adam. Thank you so much for listening to the How to Lead podcast. We would love to hear from you. Do you have any questions, any comments, any topics that you would like for us to consider for future episodes? If so, best way to reach out to us is via email. We can be reached at info at howtolead.work. That's info at howtolead.work. This episode, like all of our episodes, was mixed and edited by the amazing team at Sound of a Rose. You can learn more about them at soundofarose.com. That's all we've got for today. We'll talk to you again next week.